Mixtape Preservation Society, hosted by BJ Fornicati. Fornicati, Greenhouse. What up, Greenhouse? Good to have you back. Um, hoping to do something in the near future with Gen XS. Maybe go over to his pad, have a little scratchathon or something Where like that. Where you at, Nate? Where you at? Nate, Nate's. Uh, I think he's going to go too short tomorrow night. <laughs> Dude, I met his dad yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I met Nate's pops. <laughs> Was he an alien? Or is he a vampire? He Was he an alien like vampire? Really? He looked, looked like a. a Nate, 30 years from now. Man. Like Howard from Big Bang Theory? <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I, I mean, his sister kind of looks like him, too, but in a good way. Like, you yeah. Know, like, it, it's actually, it'd probably be more accurate to say 
he looks like her because uh-huh. she's older. Yeah. Or but, but yeah, I'm thinking about sometime in the near future doing the round table thing. But for now, first of all, I mean, you're the first person I thought of when the news about Prodigy mm-hmm. off beat, man. That's it's that. It, what's funny is that it's kind of rocked the rap world, not in some huge way. Yeah. Not like when Pac was shot or Biggie died or Easy Needs. It hasn't rocked the world in a huge way, but it still had an impact that people. I don't think. I think he didn't get his, his props really during. I mean, he got props. Yeah. People, I think, are realizing that that he's gone too soon. Yeah, I mean, I think the best artists they always have like the weird weirdest circumstances when they die. Like Dilla died from lupus, and it's kind of like almost like the Twenty Seven Club, where it's like, I mean, I don't. He wasn't like a. He was forty two. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's he's just, a year younger than me. That's yeah, crazy. It's just like it was just so unexpected, you know. And I mean, he was just one of those people who just kept it so real, you know. You just don't come across artists like that who just they kept it from how they started is how they finished, you know. And that's how he was, you yeah. know. And he wasn't afraid to go at anybody. He went at the top dogs, you know, the Tupacs, the Jay Zs. Yeah, I always remember Jay Zs yeah. SummerSlam burst against Prodigy when he broadcast the photos of what he looked yeah. like back in the day. And well, everybody's gone through that rap phase. Yeah. If you're if you're of a certain age, yeah, you grew up during the more embarrassing times when like Jerry Curls and Michael Jackson, Mia Jackson, that was acceptable. Like, well, you know the background of, of that is his grandmother. Well, first off, his grandparents i think started morehouse so oh i didn't know that yeah his grandparents were like the founders of morehouse and then his grandmother owned like some like prestigious like dance academy in uh new york so his grandparents like some famous like uh theater people and he was like in like the playbill like you know uh for his grandparents you know as like a little kid but it's just like his 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 family is like some prestigious family and it's just like he was just like I was just you know a kid and yeah I was in my my uh my grandma's dance studio you know like of course yeah. I was in it you know like you weren't yeah, trying to clown like me today yeah it like was, you weren't trying to clown me like was, I was a kid you know I mean I'm sure like I'm sure they had a laugh about it it's yeah. not like it ruined prodigies entire career yeah he, he he said he thought it was funny right you know but at the same time you know. Younger audiences take uh-huh. it way literally. Yeah. And you could tell, especially with this day and age where, like, cyberbullying is a thing, you know? Yeah. Like, they didn't have that back in the day. Right. Prodigy said, like, oh, that's funny, Jay, but I'm going to see you, like, in the streets. Right. And he ran into him, you know, like, in the clubs. And he said he had, like, you know, a, he was deep. He was deep in the club. And uh, he ran into Jay and... Uh, Jay walked up to him and shook his hand because he didn't want any problems. Right. It was like, yo, it's it's just it's just rap beef. You know what I mean? It's right. just it's just rap. And he said he was like, you know what? He's right, man. It's it's just rap. It's like it's no doesn't need, need to get physical. No need to. No need to kill anybody. Violent. No need to kill anybody. It's just raps. So you know. Yeah. I mean, him. hey, it's probably a good thing he didn't go up against Jay that hard because you know if the rumors are true about his. Illuminati connection. Right. Illuminati want my mind, soul, and my body. That was a part of me that was like, maybe this is, you know, Jay-Z yeah. hitting Prodigy. Remember, I had this theory, and I've told you about, you know, I'll say it on the air for anyone who never heard it, but yeah. I feel like Jay-Z is off off all his yeah. competition. He's Tupac, the only... Biggie, 
yeah. prodigy now. Even like people like Meth, Meth and Red that he did the tour with, like yeah. they're not his competition anyway. They're never going to be Rockefeller record president material. Yeah, you know, like Meth. Meth is Big Al, Wu Tang. Yeah, but yeah, all these other Big Al, <laughs> yeah. like all these people that collaborate with Jay Z, and then who all were like supposed to be like the people, top dogs, the Jews who work with them. You know, yeah. like Dame Dash. Yeah, you know what happened to Dame Dash? You know, like I think that Jay is like very Machiavellian like that. And I wouldn't, but I, I think I'm going to put guys, that rumor because it's already I, out there. I haven't well, read it yet, but it, you know, somebody's already saying I mean, Jay Kill Prodigy. Right? I mean, <laughs> even I, though it was Sickle Cell in the I mean, Vegas, I, I think those guys. I mean, probably. The exception, but I think like Tupac and Big L and Biggie and well, I don't know about Biggie, but Tupac and Big L for sure. Like those dudes had like huge egos, and you know they would be you know talking crazy to a lot of people. Like they can't be touched, and anybody can get touched, you know. So they just thought, uh, you know, they're too big for uh, for well, their own bridges. Who's gonna be the man? guy to touch Jay Z, man? Because there's gonna come a day. Like, I'm not saying, oh, he's he go get his. I'm not, like, saying it like that. But what goes up must come down. And I think the reason why Jay hasn't come down yet is because he's got a lot of cushions. Fuck Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? Hey, yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Uh, uh, fuck with your soul like ether well, Teach you the king, you know you nah. Got son across the belly Lose. I prove you lost already Brace uh. yourself for the main event Y'all impatiently waiting It's like an AIDS test What's the results? Not positive Who's the best? Pop, Nas and Big Ain't no best East, West, North, South Flossed out greetings I embrace y'all with napalm Blows up, no guts Left chest, face gone How can Nas be garbage? Send me autos at your cottage uh. Burner at the side of your dome Come out of my throne, I got this lock since 9 1. I am the truest name of rapper that I ain't influenced. Gave y'all chapters, but now I keep my eyes on the Judas with the wine. Sophie fame kept my name in his music. Check it out. Fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Godson across the belly. I prove you lost already. Hey yo, pass me the weed for my ashes out on these niggas, man. Hey yo, you faggots, y'all kneel and kiss the motherfucking ring. Fuck with your soul like ether. Teach you the king, you know you. Godson across the belly. I prove you lost. I've been uh, fucked over, uh, left for dead, distant, forgotten, okay. luck ran out, they hope that I'll be gone, stiff and rotten, y'all just piss on me, shit on me, spit on my grave, uh, talk about me, laugh behind my back, but in my face, y'all some well-wishing, friendly acting, envy, hiding snakes, with your hands out for my money, man, how much can I take when the streets keep calling, heard it when I was asleep, that this gazy and cockafella records wanted beef, started cocking up my weapon, slowly loading up this ammo to explode it, on a camel and his soldiers, I can handle this. For Dolo and his manuscript just sounds stupid when KRS already made an album called Blueprint first. Biggie's your man, then you got the nerve to say that you better than big. Dick sucking lips, won't you let the late great veteran live? Well, now nah. son across the belly, I prove you lost already. Uh, the king is back where my crown Ew. at. Ill will, rest in peace, let's do it niggas I Fuck with your soul like ether Teach you the king, you know you Dodson across the belly Lose. I prove you lost already Y'all niggas deal with emotions like bitches What's sad is I love you cause you're my brother You traded your soul for riches My child, I've watched you grow up to be famous And now I smile like a proud dad Watching his only son that made it You seem to be only concerned with dissing women Were you abused as a child Scared to smile, they called you ugly Well life is harsh, hug me, don't reject me I'll make records to disrespect me 
contemplating her indirectly In 88, you was getting chased to your building Calling my crib and I ain't even give you my numbers All I did was give you a style for you to run With smiling in my face, glad to break bread with the guard Wearing jazz chains, no text, no cash, no cars No jail bars, jigger, no pies, no case Just Hawaiian shirts Hanging with little Chase, you a fan, a phony, a fake, a pussy, a stand. I still whip your ass. You 36 in a karate class, you Tabo ho. Trying to work it out, you trying to get brolic. Ask me if I'm trying to kick knowledge. Nah, I'm trying to kick the shit you need to learn though. That ether, that shit that make your soul burn slow. Burn Is he Dame Diddy? Dame daddy or dame dummy, oh I get it, you biggie and he's puffy yeah. Rockefeller died of A's, that was the end of his chapter And that's the guy y'all chose to name your company after? Put it together, I rock hoes, y'all rock fellas And now y'all trying to take my spot fellas? Philly's hot rock fellas, put you in a dry spot fellas In a pine box with nine shots for my Glock fellas Foxy got you hot cause you kept your face in a puss what you think you getting girls now cause of your looks? Negro, please. Huh. You know mustache having with whiskers like a rat compared to beans you whack. And your man stabbed on and made you take the blame. You ass went from jazz to hanging with Kane to Irv to Big. And Eminem murdered you on your own shit. You a dick riding faggot. You love the attention. Queens niggas run you niggas. Ask Russell Simmons. Huh. R-O-C. Get gunned up and clapped quick. J.J. Evans get gunned up and clap quick Your whole damn record label gunned up and clap quick Sean Carter to Jay-Z, damn you on jazz dick So little Shorty's getting gunned up and clap quick How much of Biggie's rhymes is gonna come out your fat lips Wanted to be on every last one of my classics You pop shit, apologize nigga, just ask Kiss I know, maybe, maybe they're just doing it for the money Maybe they're in love, I don't know It doesn't I, seem like Beyonce it Beyonce could have anybody Yeah in the like right now, like she could leave. Yeah, Jay Z for Kanye. He he's... Beyonce don't want Kanye, man. <laughs> Kanye seems to want Beyonce though. Yeah, he seems to be all jealous of that or whatever. But oh, I think Kanye wants Kim. I think he's always wanted Kim. <laughs> you know. Well, you know that's that's like not a bad consolation prize if you're that type of person. Like yeah. those guys, to them, like it's a trophy. It really is a trophy. It's not making yeah. any bones about it. Like yeah. feminist icons or not. No one's arguing that Kim is, but yeah. <laughs> some people will argue Beyonce is. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people they they like Beyonce. They think she's a strong role model. But the way I see it is that she's a trophy for Jay Z. And when you tell that to people, they get mad because they like Beyonce more. Maybe because she isn't Instagramming her coochie all over the place. Yeah. You know, she seems like she's classier. I guess. I don't she's know. Got a little hood in her though. She definitely got more hood in her than class. I mean, I'm yeah. not saying she's not classy. I'm just yeah. saying. Like, yeah. I don't know which people, what people are thinking when they see Beyonce. I see a really talented singer. Mm -hmm. Her image is a little bit more street than someone like, say, Whitney Houston. You know, it was shocking to me when I realized how street Whitney Houston really was in real life. Because her image was so squeaky clean, <laughs> yeah. like so like prim and proper. She was totally not like that. She was completely hood. Yeah. And look at the way that she lived her life and died. I mean, that's the evidence right there that she was like. She outhooded Bobby Brown. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Well, I, I think that? Beyonce is like she's like a kind of like a Michael Jackson. Like she grew up like her parents like uh, polishing her to be like a, a musician and stuff. Yeah. And you know, I don't, I don't. Th I think she's kind of like built this this image that she wants to be portrayed as. You know, I think her dad had a lot to do with it at first, yeah. and she didn't really rebel from that image. So I think she was happy with it. Mm -hmm. Had she not been happy, then 
you know, after ending Destiny's Child, she would have pulled like a Mariah Carey and started being like a Richie. Yeah. Or like, you know, become a nun, go the opposite direction. Just right. like. Do like uh, Christian music or something. <laughs> it's happened before. Little yeah. Richard, Philip Bailey from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Didn't Bob Dylan start doing that? Oh, yeah, Bob Dylan. Yeah. He's Jewish and he became a born again Christian, man. <laughs> like, you know, that's crazy. You know, but like. R. Kelly. Al Green. Mace. <laughs> yeah, Mace. <laughs> Uh, Everything I touch, I prove. It could happen to anybody, man. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so I think she was always happy with Matthew Knowles. That's her dad's name? Yeah. Yeah, I think she was always happy with, because he always put her front and center, you know. Kelly got the free ride. Well, I don't want to say she got the free ride, but she was definitely lucky to have known. She got a free ride. Yeah. (laughs) She wouldn't wouldn't be nothing if it wasn't for Beyonce. Right. And then, then, yeah, then the other two girls who were in Destiny's Child before, they... Got kicked to the curb. Right. They brought who was the third guy? I can't even remember who the third one. Uh, Latoya Luckett. Oh yeah, Michelle. I think she's doing gospel now. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. A lot, you know, a lot of them they grew up in gospel. I mean, so it'd be honest, yeah. man. Like that's why it's not that unrealistic to think that maybe somewhere down the line she could pull a, a total Angelina Jolie. Yeah. You know, be like one minute wearing blood around her neck and talk about. Loving her boyfriend at the Oscars to like ambassador to to some country, Cambodian, that, yeah, ad- kids. adopting kids and like being like the patron saint. I yeah. mean, she that's a one eighty. She's still kind of young, man. I mean, she's she like, had a wild upbringing, man. She you know she wait was, Angelina Jolie. Yeah, she's the daughter of John Voight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she was like a Hollywood kid or whatever, and she's a little wild, uh-huh. a little bit of a wild streak. But yeah, after Billy Bob, she totally. After being with him, something happened where she just totally changed her tune. She stole Brad Pitt from Jen Aniston and just became this, like, totally different person. Yeah, this is you weird. She's, uh, she took a weird path. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird path in life. Yeah. yeah. Thank God she never tried to make an album. What? Hear what I say. We are the business today. Fuck shit is finished today. RT and J. We the new PB and J. We dropped the classic today. We did a tablet of acid today. The joints with the matches and ashes away. We dash away. Donna and Dixon, the pistol is rapping away. Doctors of death. Filling our patients of breath. We are the pain you can trust. Fuck it, it work. Hooking up curses and slurs. Smoking my brain in a mush. I became famous for blaming you fuck. Naming my way through the brush. There was no training or taming of me and my bro. Live like a man, but I'm animal raw. We are the murderers there. Dead with the jail, and we murdered the murderers there. Then with the hell and discovered the devil delivered some hurt and despair. Used to have power to push. Now I smoke pounds of the push. Holy, I'm burning the bush. Now I give a fuck about none of this shit. Two runner over and out of this bitch. Step into the spotlight. Uppers and downers get done. I'm in a rush to be numb. Dropping a thousand ain't much. Come from the clouds on the missile to turn it so down in the dust. Don't make a sound, baby, hush. I am the living swipe right on the mic. I'm a slut. I don't know how to not spit like a loud. Put that pound on my kids on your couch Half of a mongrel and mythical team Dealing this treacherous thing Legend says L is a spawn out of hell The myth is my mama's a murderous queen Yo, I can in like in Godfather 1 
one. You get the gun as I christen my son. If I die today in this hell, I should pay. Tell the Lord Mike, he said, fuck it, was fun. Every new rack is my chicken or pot. We get a doozy, the mullahs a lot. You're getting used to me doing no wrong. I don't play chicken, you prick, I'm a fox. You wanna kick it, I'll give you the rods. You kiss the wood chip or blade if you part. I'm fucking magic and flag, I'm a bull like a talk. I got a unicorn horse. Stop. You know, I mean, okay, so back to Prodigy. Did he act in anything? I'm trying to remember if he did any acting or not. Uh, nah. He wasn't, like, even in, like, I mean, just the videos. Nah, he kept it street, man, which I think is funny because I feel like a lot of people who have uh, prestigious up upbringings or, like, really good families, they try to do exactly the opposite of what their family portrays. So I feel like knowing what I know about Prodigy now, it all makes sense that he just try to be so street and so hood and always about the the gun talking and i'm this i'm that and i love prodigy i love his his style like but i feel like his life wasn't like that i mean he grew up in queen or no he grew up, he's from long island but uh i think havoc was from queens right. but uh i don't i don't really know his life like that but just looking on the outside i feel like you know, he probably didn't grow up as like hardcore street as he portrays it to be. You know, but he just tries to keep it. But you know, keep it so like you know, dudes just think there's Scarface out here, man. You but know? The, it's the question of authenticity that rap yeah. is always courted, like in the world of literature. Yeah. You know, Chester Himes and like Donald Goins and I mean, Iceberg Slim lived the life. Mm-hmm. But like They don't always necessarily I mean they, they can live the life But it's just like Do you have to be living this life You well, know it, it's, Some people are born that way Sure And you're you're born into your circumstance And this is the life that That you're into But some people I feel like They want to live that life yeah. And I feel like Prodigy Wanted to live that life And that's what he well, Some people became. are just good at describing that life too You know yeah, like Scorsese yeah. wasn't a gangster But he Yeah He's an expert at portraying it on screen because he grew up in that element. So what's the difference between like Martin Scorsese and a, and a writer like Prodigy who like, just because he's using the first person, people assume he's talking about himself, but like, yeah. I think the best rappers occasionally do the character and make it known. Like, what was that Damien song by the DMX where he's like rapping like the devil or whatever? Like, 
as kind of corny as that concept was, he Sounds pulled it cool. off. Yeah. You know, uh, Eminem did Stan. Yeah. Ice Cube has done a lot of records from another point of view. You know, crippled gangbangers or like, you know, Little G's. Yeah, Nas know, had um, that one record where he uh, described himself like he was a gun the whole time, yeah. you know? Yeah, you know, it's. I think those. that's an element missing from rap that people haven't exploited as much they should go back to that you know rapping from another point of view or doing like like a slick rig being yeah. a storyteller oh, you yeah. know like just saying here's a little story uh-huh. didn't necessarily happen to me but it's a story when I'm sitting on my lunch break grinning my teeth my it's the last day of a week boy what a really, really my muscles kind of ache they felt rigid and stiff so I looked around and I smoked this big fat split now I'm happy as can be I'm in this my head spell I put some eyes in my eyes so that no one can tell it's 12.55 almost time for the Put the breakfast in the mouth so that the mouth don't smell Now back on the job, I don't bother no one I keep strictly to myself and all my work gets done Now the job's finally over, it's time to have fun And I'm hanging out with Jeff, a kid named John Got we're drunker than a skunk and happy as can be We went to the Latin quarters and we got in free Scooping all the girls like nothing with my truck jewelry Cause I'm a fly brown rubber and you can't school me Boogie Down was performing, hey they hate no job And a bunch of Brooklyn kids was looking all down my throat Was it my big chains with the big plates on them? Then they rolled on me and told me to run them This was the moment I feared Hey yo, boy, take off your chains, man, if I should hurt you really fuck you back This was the moment I feared No, it's mad stupid, take the shits off, man, the fuck's up? I said they're really not real, they're just a front for the girls Then a whole bunch of fears just cave my world I was in pain, so a shame, I wish I had not came had to kindly pick up my face and then fly home on the train Then I went to an open store, that's where I brought me a quart Then I went to the park and I sat and I thought I seen Danny Boy Bluey's with his girl named Sarah In one of his cars, I think this one's a Rivera She calls out to me, but I really couldn't hear her So I went just a little bit closer so I'd hear a little clearer She said, I need Veronica Place, that's right near Tilden I said, I know where that's at cause that's right next to my building I gave them the information and they went on their way I went home and there I slept till almost three the next day Then someone knocked on my door I opened up, no, quit It was Sarah with some magazines and a band-aid kit She tried to use me and seduce me And at first I wasn't with it Then we did it and we did it and we did it and we did it She said it was great She said she's glad we had done it The elevator came and Danny Boy was on it This was the moment I feared Hey yo, what the fuck's going on here? What you doing with my girl? This was the moment I feared No, y'all ain't just finished fuck. No, y'all ain't just finished fuck. Well, he was up and I'm puffing And he swung at me Word. So I pulled out my jammy and a sonister no, Then he was there too in the head I took the cash as a visa She said Don't worry about a thing Just make sure nobody sees us We went back to her apartment There was blowing the freezers She said We're rich, we're rich We can have whatever will please us Now I don't hang with no one Who ain't good for my health So I put this little girl head out And I went for self Now I was rich as I was rich I could have whatever would please me Now I could wear real gold In front of folks that would tease me Yup me Audi, a new neighborhood dad Cats would roll up on me screaming Yo, Rick, my man I guess I was too fired up I'm sorry to say You see a cop rolled up on me And told me Made my day I said, relax, brother But he had proof that I had done it Y'all be had four zeros Underwear with my fingerprints all on it This was the rise and fall Of my fast lane style And I was the main event On the TV for a while But now I'm in jail doing life And I'm scared Some kids snuffed me cold And greased me when no one did This was the moment I feared Turn around, nigga <laughs> This was the moment I feared.
rap wouldn't be as confusing. It'd be more considered more of an art form in the minds of people who who aren't partial to it. They would because to them it just sounds like I'm this, I'm that, I'm you know, I'm here, I'm there. Yeah. That was the problem that that's been the problem in rap since the beginning. I mean, I remember when people were dissing LL because like there's that one verse Ice T did against LL where he's like, you know, save your breath, I'm bad, you know. <laughs> you know, that's there was a time when that was considered a shallow uh, topic. Yeah. You know, rappers were trying to be more conscious and talking about bigger things and then you have then you have this other category of rap where people are street. Yeah, it's just like street versus conscious. But yeah. you know, I think Prodigy was so ill because he mixed the street with the with the conscious. He had the the food with the medicine. Yeah. He would put the medicine in the food so he would be feeding you the food but he's also sprinkling in the medicine. But like I mean, it's 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 so hard because there's some people who are in the rap game only to get known and to get money and to get famous, and then there's other people who are in the game to to teach and you know to talk about the art form of hip hop, and then there's other people who want to just be artful, and so you know everybody has their own intentions, but it's like how do you portray those intentions? That's the thing about it. Two things, you know. First of all, Prodigy was probably the closest rapper to the legacy of Rakim. Yeah. More than any other rapper, I think Prodigy, like, it was just that no-nonsense... And his voice, yeah, too, his man. his voice, his no-nonsense approach, just that he, he gave off... His he, rhyme he, patterns. Yeah, he was the clear successor to Rakim. More than any other rapper, I'm including people like Nas, I'm including, like, you know, uh, people like Guru, even, who, you know, rest in peace, I mean, yeah. Been out of the game for a while, but Guru owed a lot to rock him as well. There's that kind of like that that old-fashioned b-boy style that Prodigy didn't on the surface. It didn't seem to be there, but yeah. I mean, listening to Shook ones for the first time, he's in like years. a dirty rock him. His yeah. he's like a dirty rock him was clean. Rock, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Prodigy's just grimy and dirty. Like his and, grimy cousin. Yeah, it's like you yeah. know, like you know, he's he's related to him by blood, but uh-huh. like he don't smoke crack with him. And yeah, and the second thing, going back to teaching, man, I saw something. I think KRS One's finally come to his senses, man. For after years of just spouting a bunch of BS, uh-huh. and I still love KRS One no matter what he says because he's just so entertaining and he does it well. Yeah, I know Gen X has kind of like, oh, shut up, KRS One, but I, I'm entertained constantly by what KRS says. Yeah, because he's earned it. He's yeah. he's an elder statesman. I don't care about record sales. I don't care about if he's relevant now or, or not. That dude earned his place, and he's awesome. And people who know KRS One is, I respect because that means that they know they know at least a little bit about true hip hop. And he's been talking about cool stuff like Twitter rappers. You know, he doesn't he doesn't necessarily attack mumblecore so much as just like these people that he thinks they're just the flash in the pan, the flavor. He's seen it come and go. Flavor of the month. See it come and go, and he's just diagnosing it now. And he called them the Twitter rappers, you know, and mm-hmm. not necessarily dissing, just saying, "Hey, look, man, I've seen it before. This is just the latest manifestation of it." Yeah. Put your hands, everybody, if you got what it takes, because I'm KRS and I'm on the mic and premieres on the breaks.
never know me, I never won a Grammy, I won't win a Tony, but I'm not the only MC keeping it real, when I grab the mic to smash rap, my girls go ill, check the comments, I promise 1995 whenever I arrive, the party gets live, flow with the master rhymer, that's a leap behind a video rapper, you know the chalk driver, rapper, down goes another rapper, on to another matter, punch up the data, blast master, knowledge reigns supreme over nearly everybody, call a KRS, Was a story about a man named Jed But now Jed is dead All his kids instead Wanna kick drums up the top of their head Word, we'll go around, come around, I figure Now we got white kids calling themselves niggas The tables turn as the crosses burn Remember, you must learn About the styles I'm flipping, how wild I get I go on like a space-age rocket ship You could be a Mac, a pimp, hustler, a player But make sure love you is a dope rhyme sayer Get a quote that was great, something along the lines of, you know, if 
we're tired of this BS rap that's out there that we need to make the music that we want to hear. And that totally reminded me of you and yeah. myself as well. Uh-huh. A lot of people that I know. That's why I do it. Yeah, I, I yeah. make music because I want to make something that I want to listen to. Yeah. My friend my friend Joe, drummer in the band I was in with Jeremiah Cosner, um, he lives in Terre Haute, and like, he would play rehearsals that we were doing to learn the songs. Mm-hmm. And his girlfriend thought it was weird that he listened to his own music. Dude, that's all Dilla did. Right. Dilla made music all the time rode around listening to his own stuff right gave his music to his friends so they can listen to it and all he did was listen to his own stuff yeah like i even have rapper friends my homie calm died when i always ask him who you listen to nobody what do you mean i'm listening to my own stuff yeah you know okay that's cool there was a time when that's all i did too was listen to my own music Uh if something really cool peaked in Mm mm-hmm I would spin only that in my own music, and then over time I've gotten back to like listening to a whole bunch of other things. But yeah. there's a contention of people out there that think it's pathetic. Yeah, if a musician listens to their own music, because in their mind they're thinking, "Oh, he must think he's so great." And it's not about that. It's about learning your own material, yeah. so when you go on stage, you know the lyrics, so that when you're playing, you know how to play it. Uh-huh. You know, you have to review this constantly. It's not. It's not an ego thing. It's not like. I think I'm the best. It's a taste. Right. It it, it all goes back to taste, really. But also, in the back of your mind, you know that, like, you're making music that you like anyway. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to make music that I don't listen to. Otherwise, I'd just do country music. Some people do, though. Some people make music that they don't even like. Well, honestly, I don't even know. I don't even know why some people do what they do. If you're only a session musician yeah. and you're getting paid yeah. because yeah. you're so ill that you can play any style doing it for the and money. you're doing it for the money, yeah. that's fine. I don't see anything wrong with that you know, because some people are legendary for being that ill studio. But there's, you know, there's people out there who think that that's pathetic. Oh, yeah. he's not a star. Nobody, not everybody needs to be a star. Sometimes mm-hmm. people just need to exist. I remember when Joe told me that, I'm like, man, she, it gave me a peek into, like, her, not only her way of thinking, but the way a lot of people think that, like, you know, I'm not necessarily making music for other people. I'm making it for myself. Uh, I'm doing it for myself, but someone asked me recently, what have I done lately? What have you done for me what lately? What have you done for me lately? Someone asked me recently, what, Eddie, what have you done for me lately? What, what kind of music I, I'm making? And I replied, that I've been going back and rehashing stuff that I was working on 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Nobody's heard it. It's never seen the light of day. It's not like I'm tampering with the classics. It's like they're not even classic yet. They're classic to me. Mm-hmm. And that's all that matters. It, 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 if I start a new project, then that means it's just another thing that I have to go back and finish. Yeah. Why not finish a lot of the stuff that I didn't even finish that I know was good? But it has to catch me. I have to, if I play it and at that moment it doesn't speak to me, at least there's something else to move on to. Or whatever. If something original comes out of it from working on something old, that's even better. But uh, I don't think there's anything wrong with listening to your own music or like you know promoting your own stuff or surrounding yourself with that because that's how that's where you want your mind to be. If you're sick of top forty, if you're sick of what's on the radio and what other people are playing, you have musicians have the luxury to make their own reality like that and then share that reality. That's. That's what that's what I dig, and I really appreciate hearing that from KRS-One because here's a guy who really needs it. Otherwise, 
you know, if he didn't mean it, then every year KLS One would be on the next trend, you know, like doing duets with Nicki Minaj, yeah. not beefing with Nelly. <laughs> you know, he would have done all that stuff. But yeah. who's around now? Who's making proclamations that people listen to? Yeah. KRS One. Where the hell is Nelly? Yeah, I don't see Nelly in there. Right. I hear hot in here every every ten minutes on the radio. Yeah, because they still play that BS. But I mean, if there was a show in town and somebody said. Hey, KRS One is rocking a show at so and so, and Nelly's rocking a show. I'm going to the KRS One show. Yeah, and you know what? More people might go to the Nelly show, but the better people, yeah. the ones with more the authentic hip hop heads. You know, the hip hop heads are going to be at the KRS One show. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, yeah, and and, and you're gonna see, and when you're gonna see them, and you're gonna run into them, you're gonna be, you're gonna know. Yeah. I saw you at that show. You're cool. It's, uh-huh. it's like that fraternity of people, or yeah. sorority, if you want, also, of people who just... It's taste. It all goes back to taste. It's, yeah, it's think, like a niche market.
bring some delicious platters to sup on and like and you and your taste is is specific and there's you won't tolerate a lot of bs same with me i mean i have a more open mind towards like some bs but it doesn't mean that i have to listen to it yeah i mean i i tolerate it because you can't help from being around it you know your some of your friends that you know you're really good friends with they like a certain kind of music or you know your family they'll like this and i know so can't help nickelback man. right you, exactly like they're good people but you know when it comes to their music you're just not with it so you kind of just have to accept you know what what they like but when you're by yourself and you're chilling you can rock whatever you want to listen to you know so yeah and the podcast gives me an excuse to kind of express my love of music in a way that Hopefully somebody out there is listening to it and I'm in discovering something new or something. Hey, what's up, little man? Everybody, this is my son, JR. Say hi, JR. Hi. JR, how old are you? Eight. Eighteen. What's your favorite music to listen to? I gotta admit, it's gotta be Iron Man. The Iron Man soundtrack. You mean the soundtrack or the song Iron Man? Song. By Black Sabbath? Yes. Why do you like that song so much? It's just, it sounds so like how it sounded in the movie. So you like it because of its appearance in the movie?
other music do you like? Do you like that song? I will wait. I will and wait. Kind for of. You used to really like it. You don't like it anymore? Ooga shaka, ooga, ooga. Yeah, Guardians of Galaxy is my favorite song. Got that it. Red Bone song? No, uh, it's the Blue Sweet. <laughs> okay. Sing a little bit into the recorder. Oh, suddenly you're shy. He's a, he's a shook one, man. He's shook. <laughs> you got son, he son. He had a crook, son. You're done, okay. son. He's just a shook one. Okay. Wait, right, let me get my game on. Okay, I'll do the background mm -hmm. vocal. You do the lead, okay? No, you, no, you do the sing. No. I, I no. do the music. No, because you can't keep a rhythm right. I got to do the backing vocal. You do the lead. Okay. I'm waiting. I know. Are you ready? You couldn't shut up about this yesterday. He sang it for 24 hours straight. Blackie needs to hear the illness. Yeah, the, the cat's like, it's like I'm waiting. Ooga shaka, ooga, ooga, ooga shaka, ooga, ooga. So how are you going to do it in the other way? What's the first line? Okay. Um, I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me and your arm's so tight, don't let me go. <laughs> You're doing good. Why'd you laugh? That was good. All right, this interview's over. This interview's over. I can't stop this feeling deep inside of me. Girl, you just don't realize what you do to me when you hold me in your arms so tight you let me know everything's all right
the good love when we're all alone. Keep it up, girl. Yeah, you turn me on. BJ Fornicati here with the Mixtape Preservation Society. Uh, just wrapping up this hour, uh, episode 11, hour 11, whatever you want to call it. Much props to DJ Greenhouse, my uh, co-conspirator, cohort, co-host, whatever you want to call him, man. He's my man up in the cut. Thank you for coming out and representing once again. Might have him on a little bit next week talking about some other stuff. Also, mad props to my little boy, my seed, my son. JR, he wanted to be on the podcast. He kind of snuck his way in, so maybe he'll do a podcast of his own someday. In the meantime, keep preserving those mixtapes, people. And I'd like to give one last shout out to the late great John Blackwell, uh, formerly of the New Power Generation, Prince's drummer. Um, he was the drummer playing with Prince when I saw him live at the Great Western Forum in 2011 in Los Angeles and John Blackwell was an amazing drummer he's probably the best drummer Prince ever had and that's saying a lot because Prince has had some great drummers in his band his various bands over the years but John Blackwell was special he died um, earlier this week and so this was like the special 4th of July sort of tribute and we didn't have time to really lay down stuff but believe me when I say if you listen to the Prince podcast that I made uh, a couple weeks back you heard some John Blackwell on that who was playing on some of those cuts amazing drummer amazing talent and he'll be sorely missed and the only thing I could say is you know right now he's jamming with Prince in the afterworld a world of never ending happiness you can always see the sun day or night so when you call up that shriek in Beverly Hills, you know the one, Dr. Everything, be all right. Instead of asking him how much of your time you've got, ask him how much of your mind, baby, because in this life, things are much harder than in the afterworld. In this life, you're on your own. And if the elevator tries to break you down, go crazy, punch a higher floor. That's all I got for this week. Thanks a lot for listening. And y'all have a great weekend. Take care. Be good to each other. Peace.